Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome back to the In the Middle podcast. You chilling with your host with the most, um, Miguel James, aka Miggy Migs. And uh, yeah, you're tuned into the In the Middle podcast. It's been a minute. It's been a while. It's been about a, about a week. Um, and so much has happened in that week. I don't even know where to begin. Um, so this in this segment, I don't have my co-host with the most, most uh, Wesley J. Tucker. Uh, mainly because he's starting his uh, first week of classes in dental school. So shout out to that man. He's on his track to becoming a dentist, um, which is pretty nice. It's pretty cool. So we would send all the love and all the support and all that shit to him. You know, he's over there uh, about to start stressing for the next four years. But, you know, he's going to make it out, though. It's not no problem. So this podcast, you know, since it's just me, I'm going to do something different. I don't have no what's popping. I don't have none of that keyboard sound shit. So I'm just going just off the dome with the head. So I figured that what I do have available is my ask or is the podcast Ask FM. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pick 10 anonymous questions, answer them, and then just kind of go from there. So I just actually just seen one pop up, which um I think is a really good one. Uh it's are you afraid to fly? Uh, are you afraid to fly in airplanes? And the answer is I'm absolutely terrified. I fucking hate airplanes. Um, I hate flying in airplanes. Um, all of that shit. And you you're like why? Why Miguel? Why do you hate flying? Let me tell you. Um, my biggest fear is that we're gonna be flying, and next thing you know, the captain. <laughs> This is your captain speaking. Uh, we're going down. Um, please brace yourself for impact. Like, that's my biggest fear. Um, I've actually talked to the homies about, I think, a million dollar, billion dollar idea, which I actually watched the video to find out that wasn't a billion dollar, million dollar idea, is that instead of having these masks and, like, life rafts and, you know, shit for the water, they should supply passengers with parachutes, like, so imagine the plane going down, the flying attendant like, okay, everybody, everybody buckle up their parachute, you know what I mean, we're going to open up the door, everybody jump out, pull the right cord, uh, once you get to a certain elevation, we're just going to coast to the nearest, whatever the fuck. But then after watching the video, I realized that there was a numerous amount of problems with that. One being that the weight of having a parachute for every passenger on the plane um, won't allow the plane to fly and get to the uh, elevation it needs to. Two... Um, when the plane's going down, a lot of shit's going to be in chaos. I don't think people are going to be able to wait in line to hop off a plane. And three, not everybody's licensed on how to use a parachute. But my combat to all of those is maybe they should get the license. Um, maybe they should make the parachutes lighter. And then people should probably calm the fuck down and get ready to jump out the plane. But that's just me, you know. So, (laughs) that's my answer to that. Um, so yes, I am afraid to fly in airplanes. Have I ever broken a bone before? Um... That's another anonymous question, and the answer to that is, yes, I broke a bone before. I've actually broke two bones, I believe. Uh, I broke my pinky, um, my pinky bone, packing a shot, playing basketball, at uh, 24-hour fitness, right before going to a quinceanera. It was actually kind of, actually was kind of painful. And then the other bone I broke was my arm. I was um, chilling at my grandmother's house, and I was. Uh, surfing on her rocking chair, because, uh, you know, just like, you're nine years old, surfing on a rocking chair, like, you know, that's what you're supposed to do, if you're not doing that, then what the fuck, what was your childhood, so basically, I'm, you feel me, hitting all these tricks, doing all these moves, 
and then I basically fall off and I cushion the blow with my arm and then my arm was broken. I remember my grandmother, my mom told me that my grandmother thought I was fine, but um, my mom came home and seen that I couldn't move my arm and it was just dangling. So she was like, no, he broke his arm. So they took me to the um, ER or whatever and, you know, they, they got it fixed. So, yes, I've broken a bone before. I've broken my arm. Yeah, so that's what's going on. So now I'm scrolling through to find some more anonymous questions to see. I want something that you know. Ooh. Have you ever fallen in love? How would you describe the feeling? That's a great question. Um, it's an anonymous question as well. Uh, have I ever fallen in love? Mm, I'm not sure. I, I, I've been in a couple of relationships where I really had a, um, a high attachment to the person. Um, one in high school for about three years, um, and then another one uh, in my college, in my during my college days, which I'm still in. Um, and I don't think it was love. I think it was just high attachment. Um, I think I really cared for the person. I had a love for the person, but I don't know if I was in love with the person. Um, so yeah, I don't know if I've ever fallen in love. So I can't really describe the feeling. Uh, but if you've fallen in love or anyone else has fallen in love, please, please. Describe the feeling to me because I would definitely like to know. Um, I hear love is heartbreak, but you know everybody got their um, got their own kind of way of looking at it. Oh, <laughs> this one says, "Why won't men wear condoms?" Cause that shit feels amazing. That's like washing your hands with gloves. Like you know, like why would I use a condom? I'm definitely a pro anti condom. Uh, you know, that's um, kind of funny way of saying it. But at the same time. Let me, quick disclaimer, though, to the uh, gentlemen and the young kids who may possibly be listening. Please wear a condom with people that you don't see a future with. You know what I mean? Like, when you're fucking this woman, you know what I mean? Like, you got to really ask yourself, like, if I bust in her or if we have a kid, can I see her taking care of my child? If the answer is no, then you need to wear a condom with that bitch. If the answer is yes, then, you know, hey, man, more power to you. Uh, I would just say pull out and, um, you know, see if she's willing to take a, a plan B or see if she's on birth control. Like, you know, condoms don't feel good, but they do promote uh, 18 years. of uh, They do stop 18 years of bullshit. Um, you feel me? I don't have a kid, nor do I want a kid anytime soon. That's like one of my biggest fears because um, I couldn't even imagine waking up three in the morning with something crying, like talking about it's hungry. Like, motherfucker, I'm hungry, too. We ain't got no food in this house. Oh, Yeah. Okay, next question. Um, well, would you be friends with someone you have nothing in common with? Um, I don't know. It depends. I mean, shit. Like, is he boring? Like, are they boring? Like, if they're boring, like, it's fine to have nothing in common with, but, you know, that we can do something or something excitement that I'm like, oh, I'm because I'm oh, I'm pretty open minded. So if you know if you got something excite exciting in mind, I'd be like, yo, like that's actually kind of lit. I wouldn't do it personally, but you know, um, I like the fact that you're just going for it. Um, so would I be friends with someone that doesn't have anything in common with me? Probably, you know, or I'd be acquaintances at the least, like you know, something where it's like, you know, she she's cool. Are they cool? So yeah. Okay. Um 
Another anonymous question here. Would you raise your child the way your parents raised you? That's a great anonymous question, whoever said that. Um, would I raise my child the way your parents raised me? I think that my parents did a pretty good job raising me with the amount of information that they had available to them. I know personally, my father didn't have a father, so he didn't have a blueprint to go off of other than fucking west coast gangsters rap like that's fucking it <laughs> so you know i mean but you could come off a solid individual off that music back then like i can't even imagine people without fathers today trying to raise babies and listening to the music they have like at least i hope you're like you know bumping nip you know what i mean some benny the butcher some cole kendrick maybe that kind of give you a blueprint of what you know what it is to be a father or a man but i think for the re and my mother herself she came from a, um she came from a nice family uh you know, um, my gra I was able to meet my grandma. I didn't get to meet my grandfather because he passed away when she was about 19. But with the information and, like, the love they had, I mean, I think they did a pretty good job. So I would raise the way my parents – I would raise my child the way my parents raised me. But I also put my twist in it. Um, and I've also, um, you know, add the um, the ingredients and the recipes that they were missing um, and kind of just make my own spin on it and – Hope that my child comes out even, like, you know, a percent of, like, me. You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah. Because he's going to be amazing. Or she'll be amazing, regardless. Um, yeah, shout out to my little nigga. My future little nigga. If you ever listen to this little nigga, you feel me? When you get older, you're like, damn, Pops, you was on a podcast. You got damn right. I've been thinking about you. But sometimes, some years before you come, though, take your time. Um, all right, next question. My brother found out my only my, my brother found out about my OnlyFans is threatening to tell my parents. What the hell do I do? Block him. You know what I mean? Like fuck that guy. But he already kind of found out, so there's really nothing you could do. I mean, you have two options what you could do. You can either say fuck it and continue popping that pussy on the camera, making that money, or you can stop. You know, in order to please your parents. I think today in society, I think you know, there's one thing. I think you shouldn't do what you. You shouldn't do actions just to please other people. So if you want to stop your OnlyFans because you genuinely want to stop it, I think go ahead and stop it. But if you want to stop it because you're, you know, you're not ready for the backlash or the criticism or, you know, your parents getting on you about, you know, being naked on camera or maybe you're not even naked. Maybe you're showing feet pics, uh, feet pics, excuse me. I mean, yeah, I think that shit. Those are your two options. Either stop it. You feel me? Or just keep on going and say, fuck it. Personally, I mean, I don't have an OnlyFans. But if my parents did find out I had an OnlyFans, I'd just be like, I mean, it's not like they're paying for the subscription. Because if you think about it, if your parents are paying for the subscription, that's kind of weird. You know what I mean? It's like, why are you trying to, like, what's up, pops? Like, would you, like, would you, or what's up, mom? Like, what you trying to, come on now. So I think do what's best for you. Um, You feel me? So if you, if you, if you're just trying to, uh, Stop it because of the judgment and you're scared of the backlash. Fuck it. And, you know, keep on going. Um, so does ruining lives and breaking hearts make you happy? That's a great question. Um, it actually gives me a sense of pride and joy just a little bit. No, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, no, I, I really don't like ruining lives and breaking hearts. I feel like I probably only ruined like a couple. But I never intentionally try to ruin hearts. I mean, ruin lives and break hearts. It's always just due to the fact that um, the situation in like the the situation at hand just doesn't roll in the favor of what the other person thinks is gonna roll. 
but I'm a hundred percent transparent. Like, you know what I mean? Like I, I'm never going to lead somebody on or give a false hope or give a false narrative of, you know, we will eventually be like that. That'll never happen. Um, I don't want to sell a dream. So, you know, sometimes people be breaking their own hearts and ruining their own lives. Um, I think the other person has to take accountability. You know what I mean? If I told you what it was from the get-go, um, I think, you know, you should understand that I'm not going to change or, like, that's the answer above. But I also will say, though, um, I know people who will say what it is from the beginning, like, oh, I don't want anything moving forward, but then do everything that's relationship-wise or everything that the person's looking for, but then just be like, yeah, I still don't want to be with you like that. I feel like you can't do that. I feel like you have to really if you if you stand firm or saying this is not going to be what it's going to be then you have to be able to put yourself and do the things that correspond with your original stance um yeah so no i don't i don't i don't get any happiness from ruining lives and breaking hearts because when they when they heart break a little part of me break um you know what i mean and that shit uh shit's not that's not cool that's not cool excuse me uh-uh. um do you have a lips? No, I just talk really fucking fast. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I just talk really fast. Sometimes I need to slow down, um, which I'm actually practicing uh, as I move forward. Um, I know I'll be like in the field. And when I mean the field, I mean like my work field, which is real estate. And I'm talking to clients and I'll be like, so the thing about this house is that you I'm like, then I, in my head, I had to realize, you know, slow the fuck down because I'm tripping all over my words. Um, and then just breathe and calm down. I think that's just that anxiety talking. Um, so no, I don't have a list, but I do have a tendency to to talk fast and not enunciate all of my words sometimes. So I'm working on that, getting better on that. Um, I know honestly, uh, smoking weed, like I, I really, I cut off weed for a minute. Like I haven't smoked in about, uh, once it hits the 4th of February, it'll be about a month. Um, and I actually feel great and it's cleared my head and it's clear. It's allowed me to talk slower. Um, I can enunciate my words better. Also on top of going to the gym, kind of just bettering your overall body and your presence. You're able to work on, um, everything. So no, I don't have a list. Uh, yeah. Um, let's see what else we have. Uh, watermelon or strawberries. Uh, ooh, give me watermelon. You know what I mean? Like, but I need watermelon during the summertime. I can't get no watermelon. Like, I don't trust any watermelon that's in the stores during December. Like, that's that's a fake-ass watermelon if I had never seen one before. And, you know, um, I can't eat that. Like, I, I like a sweet, juicy, ripe, plump watermelon. You know what I mean? Just, like, straight-out-the-vine type shit. That shit be fucking amazing. But if you ask me watermelon or pineapple, that's hard because I really fuck with pineapple. But the thing about pineapple is that when I'm eating pineapple sometimes, like if I eat too much of it, I think it'll like cut my tongue or like something like some shit starts burning in my tongue. Maybe it's the citric acids. I don't fucking know. But that shit hurts sometimes. But watermelon, I can eat that shit all day. So it's kind of like, you know, I'll go with watermelon over pineapple. But the question was watermelon or strawberries. Uh, give me watermelon. Uh, watermelon all fucking day. Um, uh, how long does it take for you to get over someone after a relationship? Well, it depends on how much you really like the person. Um, I'll say from my personal experiences, um, I was with somebody for about 
Um, my longest relationship was about three years, but I always, you know, teeter to see if that counts or not. I mean, of course it counts. Um, the thing is that just we were in high school, and you're still learning a lot of you. You're still learning a lot about yourself, so it's kind of really hard to, you know, be there for someone else when you're still working on shit for yourself, like self love, you know, emotional intelligence, um, you know, all that bullshit. So. It took me about after breaking up with that person, um, about like a year to really try to get over them and be like, yo, like, you feel me? But at the same time, I was also going into college, so there was a lot of other shit to keep my mind distracted. Um, the current, the last, like, real title relationship I had after I broke up with the bull, she broke up with me. I don't know. The stories, I don't even remember, but I don't really care. I'll just say she broke up with me because um, uh, she did. Let me just say that. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, like, it took me about, mm, it took me about like a year. And we were only, and we were together for like a year. I think that relationship was more significant because there was a lot more grown shit going, like, being involved. Like, you know, seeing that person, sleeping over with that person. Like, um, we also had a dog. Oh, I had a dog. That was my dog fuck is he talking about that was my dog uh which actually he's not here no more so shout out to my man damien damien wayne damien wayne rubio called him damien because batman batman's real son is damien you feel me i consider myself to be like a batman you know robin all that shit you can draw the dots i know you can but it took me about a year to get over that person you know what i mean and that year was fucking trash because that year was also 2020 so that year, not only was trying to get out of a relationship, but fucking the pandemic hit. You know what I mean? I was working security at night. Oh, that was so terrible because, you know, then you just work the night shift. So you're just fucking a vampire. So I'm just, yeah, that shit was that shit was hard. That was a hard, like, recuperation. I had to really, I lost myself in that shit, man. That shit, looking back on it, that shit actually really gets me angry. A little, not, not angry. I'm kind of disappointed that I even got to that point, but... Some of those points are necessary for you to, in order to, you know, move forward, uh, and grow. So, it took me about a year to get over that woman. You feel me? Um, yeah. So let's see, what else do we have? Do you like change? Um, I don't think anyone really. Well, I I can't speak for everybody else, but do I like change? Uh, I have a love hate relationship with it. With it. Um, I do like change, like, for example, um, uh, I like, I'm changing my, my eating habits, uh, my physique, like, you know, I'm working out a little more, so I do like the, um, the benefits of the change, the process throughout the change, I'm still working on to love it and really like that part, but, um, I like what I'm seeing from the results, so, um, hold on one second, didn't want to burp in your ear now, but, um, yeah, I mean, I like change overall. I think it's necessary. I think that without change, you I, I'd rather change than be fucking stagnant. I'll tell you that. Nothing's more painful than waking up, you know, one day and then being like, wow, I'm in the same position I was in last year. Um, ain't nothing changed. Like, that That hurts. Um, so I do, I do like change, <clears throat> but I take it with a grain of salt because, you know, change isn't, change isn't easy. Um, change hurts. Change fucking hurts. But it's necessary. Uh, and you know, the thing, if it was easy, everybody would do it, you know what I mean? But it's not, so that's why, 
you know, certain people are able to change and get the results and really work hard for what they want. Um, <laughs> someone said another anonymous question: Do you have powerful burps? That's a that's a great question because the answer is yes, I do. Um, even though the burp you just heard wasn't as powerful, uh, if I'm drinking like I'll drink like some uh some uh, what's it called soda water or like sparkling water. There you go, not soda water, sparkling water. Um, or because I don't really try to drink soda, um, because that shit makes me feel icky inside. But I'll drink like a uh, sparkling water, and I can't burp on command. Like you know, I don't know how people do it. I'm I'm super jealous of the people who can. It makes me want to punch them in the throat. But like, uh, I can burp once you know I get that feeling in my stomach. And since I can't burp on command, like it just kind of sits in there and like bubbles and fizzes up. You know what I mean? So I'll just be like, damn, I wish I can burp. And it's just kind of building and building and building. And then next thing you know, I just uh i can't do a, a imitation of a bird but i let that motherfucker go and that shit really like <laughs> clear shit up in my stomach also when i was you know a kid i used to make sure that when i was eating food i would you know i think everybody did this though so i'm not gonna make sure like make it seem like oh i invented it but like i'd eat food with soda you know what i mean and then i like if i ever got full i'd drink some more soda and i'd be super full right but i knew it was the soda was in there processing and working and then Bam, I'd burp, clear up, like, fucking at least two more plates in my stomach. And, you know, I'm at Hometown Buffet. So, after that, I'm going to get some, you know, some more shit. Some mac and cheese, some cornbread, fucking some chicken. You know what I mean? I'd have a salad occasionally, like, you know, to start off the meal, i get a salad. You know what I mean? But, yeah. I don't think I'd go to Hometown Buffet because looking back on it now, like, there was no reason for a kid my age to really be eating that much food. And to go to Hometown Buffet. And also, on top of that, we're in a pandemic, so I don't trust nobody's fucking greasy hands. Because I've seen some nasty shit before, bro. People sneezing all over the fucking food. People don't give a fuck. So, couldn't put myself in that position. Um, But, yeah. I do have powerful burps. Yes, I do. Okay. Another question. Are you a reader? I am a reader. Uh, or at least I'm I'm growing into becoming a better one. Um, but I do enjoy reading books. I was actually reading one this morning. It's called The Spook Who Sat By The Door. Um, it was a book that was um, referred to by Nipsey Hussle. It was a pretty dope book, man. Um, I'm not done. I'm on page 138 right now. Uh, but the premise of the book is about this man named Dan Freeman. who uh, He's from a Chicago. And so he comes from the Chicago gang, uh, the Cobras. And so um, he joins the CIA, and Dan Freeman has um, a certain rage or a certain uh, outlook against white people. Because um, this takes place, I think, during, like, the 60s, I believe. I believe it's, like, the 60s. Um, and so, basically, the CIA is in hot water because um, they need to find... They're not integrated. There's no black people in their, um, in their organization. And so... Uh, you know, they're like, we need to find a black man, a token black man, in order to, you know, get civil rights activists and leaders off our backs, let them know that we're integrated, you know, that good stuff. So basically, Dan Freeman then, uh, he's in a group, it starts off with a group of 100, but really, this is a group of 20, they don't really talk about the other 100, but in the group of 20, he's the only black man that comes from the slums of Chicago. Everybody else in that group are either um, people who come from uh, the, the, back, the black bourgeois, so, you know, they're middle-class black people, um, you know, like, so they have connections. They're part of a fraternity, um, so they have those connections as well. But Dan Freeman is the only just, he come he came from the mud, he got it from himself, he reads books, he was in the military for a little bit, 
Um, he's just an overall dope guy. So basically, he la he outlasts everybody. He joins the CIA. Uh, he's in the CIA for five years. Throughout that time in the CIA for five years, they have him do the training. They have him do everything that every other CIA agent can do. Uh, he learns the ins and outs of the CIA, but they never put him in the field. Like you know, he never they never use him the way like he could he his to his full potential of being an agent. His main job is the spook who sat by the door. So basically. Um, he's the one who shows people around the CIA intelligence office. Like, so when they, uh, when they get in there, like, you know, oh, there's a black man here at the, at the door. And he's like, and he's the, what the token, token dude who's, um, showing diversity in the CIA. So he leaves the CIA after five years. Everybody's like, yo, like you've moved up so high. Uh, white people, the white people at the CIA love him because, you know, he doesn't make a, he doesn't really talk back. Like he, he's able to hold his tongue, but in his head, he fucking hates everybody in that motherfucker like you know he feels like he's around a bunch of white devils so he moves back to chicago um they get into social work and so he becomes uh the head leader of uh, this social work uh facility or this group that uh does social work in chicago and so chicago is currently going through um their social group leaders have connections to every single game ex excuse me every single gang except the cobras the Cobras are some young bucks who kind of have a moral code, but also don't take shit from nobody, and they don't want any part of the social work uh, from Chicago because they feel that's, you know, they're trying to uh, box him in, and they want to be free. So Dan Freeman's like, you know, I'll go talk to him. So he goes to talk to the gang of the Cobras, um, and he's like, yo, like, at first he has to beat their ass to get their respect, um, and he does, and so they listen to him, and he's like, I see that you guys, you know, not only cause havoc in the black communities, but you're going to the white communities as well and getting what you want and taking and doing what you want. And um, he's like, I respect that. But if you really want to fuck with white people, I'll show you how. And so that's kind of like his five years from learning from the CIA, everything he learns, he gets with the gang, he shows them. And now he's creating an operation underground that the social work people that he works for that work for him have no idea what's going on. So that's the premise of the book. And so I'm just reading the parts of like, you know, him getting ready to... Uh, you know, move from underground to underground, creating all these tunnels, these networks, using every tactic that he knows from CIA. Like he taught the Cobras jujitsu. He taught them, um, uh, I don't, don't want to say archery, but um, like you know, gun marksmanship skills, all that shit. So yeah, really dope book. Check it out. And yes, I am a reader. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, that's what I am. Uh, do you like to spend some time alone while listening to music? I just like to spend time alone, period. Fuck. <laughs> uh, I have a social battery that, um, you know, it can die after a certain amount of time. Uh, Wesley can actually attend to that. He tested that. Uh, he's, I remember he was at the house for, like, I think five days at the one at one time. Um, and that's why I love that, man, because me and him are super similar. Because he one day was just like, you know what, bro, I think I believe. <laughs> he's like, I can tell that, you know, you just need to recharge your social batteries and be in your own space so I can dig it. So, you know, I'm going to dip. But it was never no hard feelings. He's always welcomed every time. But um, So I do like to listen to music alone. But I also like to um, be alone by myself. That's when I feel like I'm able to recharge. It's in isolation. As funny as that sounds. I like being around other people, but um, I'm introverted at, at heart, um, so I like to be by myself. I like to take some time to myself, because um, that's where I'm able to find myself. Excuse me. Had another burp. I had a apple and banana and some green juice this morning, so that shit working through me. Um, 
so yeah I, I do like be alone when i'm listening to music um but when i'm alone listening to music i listen to you know hella shit you know all you maybe listen to adele to danny hathaway you're listening like from to otis redding tstg the nip like i'm all over the place um haven't really tapped into like you know country um so i'm not sure but i didn't i do want to get into um you know um some spanish music for for lack of better terms i guess that's what it is um how big is it <laughs> you know baby you know what's up um why what does a woman taste like after you go down on her? <laughs> that's a great question man like you know, I'm, you know my answer personally is nothing and i know that sounds weird like but i've experienced so i've experienced different like different taste right you know what i mean so i've i've experienced someone who like the taste was like absolutely water and then i learned that that was you know the more ideal taste of what something should taste like down there but i've also had some taste that you know a little twanky sometimes you know some sometimes that after work after work twang you feel me i've had some that tastes like skin you know what i mean uh however your skin tastes if you don't know what skin tastes lick your skin right now and there you go you feel me um yeah so I, it's a variety of taste uh at the end of the day you know what i mean i would rather i prefer it to taste like nothing like that's the ideal and that's when you know again you gotta understand who you fucking and um and also to the point of you can't just be fucking and tasting anything out here and when i say i've had a variety of tastes I also mean because i've been in different relationships with people don't don't get it twisted i ain't just out here eating pussy just like yo I just met you first night from the club. Let me go home. No, I don't work like that. You know what I mean? I'm just saying from, you feel me, from my different experiences with different partners. So, bam. Have you ever been in love with someone who didn't love you back? You fucking know it, bro. That shit is so crazy. I'm not going to say in love, but I've been super factuated and attracted. You feel me? I, I I don't know what the other word was, but I've been super attracted to this one girl. At Sac State, man, during my sophomore year, and like, she was just so amazing. Like, you know what I mean? It was just, um, yeah, bro. She was dope. She was dope as hell. Like, we were like, we connected, and like, we we were friends at first, and that's where I fucked up. Like, you know, we were friends, but it was always that little flirtatious vibe, and I overstood my boundaries, fucked up the friendship, which I know now to not do ever again. And then, um, you know, just. I'll put it out on the line I ain't do no like pussy shit I'm out here like letting her know what's up But at the end of the day You feel me Someone doesn't like you No matter what you do Putting yourself out there Is just never gonna catch Um, So yeah I've I've been in that position before My advice to people Who are in that position Is um, if she doesn't like you back like that Just focus and work on yourself Like that's the best thing You can do for yourself um, it's not about trying to really win her over like a game, unless that's what you want to do. Um, who am I to each its own? But my advice is just like you know, don't chase after nothing. Attract, attract what you want. Um, so work on yourself, and if the energies and the spirits and the universe and the stars align, it'll work out. You know what I mean? Simple as that. Uh, so yeah, have I ever been in love with someone who didn't love me back? Yes. Okay. Let's see what else we got. Let's let's do a couple more. I'll do three three more, and then uh, we'll kind of see how I'm feeling. Are you going to watch Doctor Strange? Um, yeah, I probably will. Uh, I mean, honestly, I really hope the Marvel Universe can like close this multiverse shit. Like, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, I think after I had high high hopes for it after Endgame, 
now as I'm watching all these movies and all this shit, Spider-Man was a dope-ass movie, so that's just first and foremost, No Way Home, dope as fuck, I liked the, I liked everything with it, I liked how they did it, how they executed the movie, how they added the multiverse, like, that shit made sense, I fucked with that, but everything else in here, like, I don't know how the timeline's gonna go, like, I, I hate plot holes and shit, I really do, like, I, you feel me, like, Plot armor is the best armor, but if you can, if you got holes within that plot armor, then that shit turns me all the way off. Like, I hate when storylines don't, um, some shit doesn't make sense, or it's like, oh, that's kind of iffy, right? Like, no. Like, I need a storyline that's concrete, that falls the way through. Like, I hate when we get to, like, fucking time and space. Because once we get there, you, I mean, you can do literally anything with it, and I'll go in with the open mind, but at the same time, that kind of takes away from the original, like, so what the fuck was the whole other 13... 16 movies for it. if we just gonna go in and change fucking everything in time like that don't make no goddamn sense to me so it kind of takes away from the original cast who really like put their time in for that i mean unless you ended that end game and be like yo that's it but that's just my personal opinion so to answer your question are you going to watch dr strange you fucking know it yeah okay uh let's see how many times you have have you had covid zero mask up use hand sanitizer like i'm dead ass serious like every time I come from an open house. Every time I shake a motherfucking hand, every time, like, I sneeze, I'm using hand sanitizer. I could breathe funny, and I'm putting some hand sanitizer on. I'm drinking my green juices. I recommend everybody get a juicer. Get you a juicer, juice some ginger, juice some kale, um, some dandelion greens, some cucumbers, some green apples. Uh, put that all in and some add half a lemon. Uh, and there you go. Drink that shit every day. You're going to be feeling fine. Eat an apple, eat a banana, um, eat some fruits. Try to have an alkaline-based diet. You feel me? Um, exercise on the daily. Get your heart pumping. And I'm talking about not just like a little like, oh, cardio and get your heart blood flowing. I'm talking about push yourself to where you feel like your heart finna come out your chest. Because that's how you increase, feel me, just blood flow everywhere in your body. That shit makes you feel amazing. Because then you feel like you could breathe. You gotta take some death breaths, some deep ass breaths you never knew you had in your lungs before. Fucking feels great, bro. I feel like if you do that every day or most of the days, you know what I mean? Like have a set schedule, um, you'll be fine. So I haven't had COVID, but I'm not also saying to do that instead of getting vaccinated. I don't really give a fuck about your vaccination stance. Do whatever the fuck you want. Um, I'm vaccinated. You feel me? Two of them. The booster one, I'm skeptical on, but that's just me. But you feel me? You do that shit I was telling you every day, bro. You're going to be fine, man. I promise you. So how many times I had COVID? Fucking zero, dog. So, yeah. All right. Let's see what else. Um, What was the last text message you sent to your ex? Fuck you. Um, All right. Do you like the rain? Um, I do like the rain. Uh, You know, I think that I like the rain when it's like wintertime. I mean, usually that's when it comes. Like, when it's cold, it's rainy, you feel me? You got the heater on, you got a movie going, you feel me? You got a, you feel me at the crib, and just, you vibing out. And then, you know, you got a candle going, and then next thing you know, you fucking like crazy. I think that was, um, you know, some of the, uh, some, some of the best vibes you can have. So, I do like the rain. Okay, I'm having a hard time moving on. What do you recommend? Well, I don't know what you have a hard time moving on from. Um, so let's just say that you're talking about a, a significant other. And like I said before, just work on yourself. And that's easier said than done. And I definitely understand that. Like, you know, like, oh, just work on yourself. Like, what the fuck does that mean, Miguel? Like, what that means is that what do you want out of life? You know, what are your goals? What are your ambitions? Like, what do you want to see yourself do? Like, do you have any hobbies? Do you have any interests? Like, Excuse me, got another burp. God, 
god damn do you have any hobbies do you have any interests like um feel me do you need to be closer with your family do you want to be closer with your family like you know do you want it like dog like shit like that like figure out you know some things that are like aren't going well in your life or do you want to improve on write a plan on the best way you think you can improve on and then just follow through on the actions the crazy part is it's so simple but it's so hard at the same time the hard part is having the discipline to actually follow through or what the fuck you said you wanted to follow through the easy part is kind of laying it all out in front of you and just knowing that there is a way to get to the end so if you have a hard time moving on, do what I just said. Focus on yourself. Figure out what you want to improve within yourself, whether it be relationships, lifestyles, health, money, whatever the fuck. Then go for it. You can do it, bro. I believe in our chick. I believe in you, man. Our girl. Like you feel me? I, uh, yeah, you got it. Um, let's see. What's one thing you hate about yourself? Fucking nothing. I love myself, dog. I think everybody else should love themselves. Like our thoughts really manifest. Like you know our beliefs about ourselves like i really did used to like you know look in the mirror and be like damn i wish i looked a certain way or damn like my hairline fucked up or what's well, not but like damn like you know certain things you used to just nitpick on yourself but we're our biggest hater you know what i mean i guarantee you if you go out there in the world people don't give a fuck about what you look like until you get famous and then they start you know talking about but even when they start talking about you it's because they got their own internal shit and on demons they battling so yeah like i don't really hate anything about myself i love myself and i tell myself every day that i can do it i can touch and achieve all my goals that i have um so it's like yeah i love myself and you should love yourself too uh yeah okay let's see what else let's do one more and then um we'll end it right there what is one thing you can absolutely not live without uh water <laughs> yeah, love that shit, man. Yeah, water be amazing. Uh, I, like you feel without water, I feel like we'd probably all die. And also, just like it flushes shit out of my system. I don't know if you've ever eaten some crazy shit. Uh, like and then the next day your stomach hurt and you like, damn. Like if you drink some water, like I guarantee you to push all that shit out, and then you'll you'll be good. So yeah. But folks, that is my time. So just moving forward, if Wesley's never on the pod, or not never, but if he, if it's me again, I'll be doing these Ask FM questions because it's just super simple. I actually enjoy answering them. That's actually that was actually kind of fun, um, and yeah, it's just I enjoy talking um, sometimes. But now, with that being said, uh, I'm gonna take my ass to the gym. It's my day off. I've worked all weekend. Uh, my week starts Wednesday and Sunday, and uh, and then I got school Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, so did my school work, did everything I had to do, now it's time for me to improve the shit that I've been trying to improve on, and you should too, so if you're listening to this, and you're like, should I work out, or should I exercise, or find something to do, get the fuck up and do it, Um, I think it's as simple as that, Uh, but I also want to apologize for, we drop episodes every Saturday, Um, honestly, this weekend, I was just putting this on the back burner and it just took hella long to do no excuses i just really yeah that's pretty much it but better late than never never late is better the same time as money we'll spend it together let me style that's that drake verse uh, you feel me if you're wondering what song that is that's that uh fancy uh drake and ti but um yeah i've been you know i've been miguel rubio miguel james rubio aka miggy Migs, your host with the most and uh you've been listening to the in the middle podcast and we'll catch you next week All right.